We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's championship week. So we got to go and get the best to help you win your championship. I've got Billy Musio from Player Profiler, Roto Underworld. He was the most accurate ranker in 2021, top 25 last year. Uh, and we got a whole lot to talk about coming up next on the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Rotowire. I'm Jeff Erickson here with Billy Musio. Uh, it is championship week. We got a lot to talk about here and uh, it, just breaking news left and right, it seems like. It's finally here. Uh, we have our championship. I've got Billy with me right now. Billy, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the invite. Uh, always good to talk some football during championship week as we get to um, sulk and sorrow if you faced any Amari Cooper and Brees Hall stacks. But uh, no. outside that, hope you made it to the final match and you get to take all your friends' money this week. Exactly. Now, I, the worst was getting all the Justin Jefferson Brees Hall updates from my Yahoo team that got eliminated before the playoffs <laughs> even started. Um, That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what might have been? looking i'm like looking outside at the through the window the glass window there on that championship there but uh so it goes um do you have any specific tips uh for people in championship week whether it's setting your lineups whether it's the waiver wire anything else what are your big tips for a championship week championship week for me is don't be afraid to be bold right and okay. the 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 common sentiment throughout the season is start your studs. Well, things change during a 17 week season. And sometimes that stud isn't so studly come week 17. Mm -hmm. um, people make quarterback changes. It affects the, the dynamics of the offense. It affects the chemistry of the players. And sometimes, you know, that receiver who may have been a wide receiver too traditionally is maybe more valuable than who you initially drafted as, you know, who was supposed to be your wide receiver one. And, and I'm not saying, um, you know, we're benching, you know, your wide receiver ones, but I'm just saying that it's, it's a time for you to kind of throw the book out the window, uh, and take a look at snaps and take a look at playing time and routes run and, uh, play the players who are actually on the field right now and are putting up fantasy points and don't be afraid to sit somebody with a big name. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I have big names for you to, to talk about for sure. Uh, one of those Patrick Mahomes, uh, Coming off a miserable, miserable game, can't get it. And we've we've talked about this all season long, but I felt like last, uh, you know, Christmas Day was rock bottom. 
he could not find any receivers open and the pass rush would get to him without a blitz. Very frustrating to watch. Yeah, very frustrating. Hasn't finished better than QB 16 since week 13. Um, and he only had one inside the top 12 since week eight. Uh, this office just hasn't been the same. They don't have the weapons that he trusts. And and I mean, we look at these wide receiver options, um, you know, Kadaris, Tony, I mean, that's been a blunder and we know what's happened there this season. It's been uh, just it, just kind of this this roller coaster ride of emotions and primarily downhill with him. Um, Rasheed Rice has been kind of a breath of fresh air, but really the only option. Travis Kelsey seems to have finally hit the age cliff and has kind of fallen down and just hasn't been as productive as he, he once was. Um, this Chiefs offense is struggling, and I don't think it's going to change necessarily week 17. Yeah, I'd say one other tip that I like to share. It, it sounds a little underhanded, maybe underworld. I don't know. Uh, but that is if you've got the hammer and free uh, the waiver wire, like either waiver priority or the budget, take your opponent's free agents. You know, if they need it, if they just lost Justin Herbert, if they just lost uh, Trevor Lawrence, they don't know who their quarterback's going to be this week. Pick or, or you're in a super flex league, especially go pick up Jacoby Brissett, go pick up uh, Jared Stidham, use all of your bench spots. You're not, it's you, it doesn't matter to you who the bench players are, but take your opponent's free agents. Oh, I love that, Matt. Play. We we do this a lot in the high stakes leagues. High stakes players lock after week twelve, and so you can pick them up and drop them, and they they lock again. And so um, we're in a ten k league, and uh, one guy had one quarterback, and we we were picking up every week three quarterbacks and dropping them, three quarterbacks and dropping them. So that so now here we are, week seventeen. Unfortunately, the guy we're facing still has that one quarterback. Jared Goff has not missed any time, but yeah. it, it was in preparation in case he was going to miss it. He was going to have to start somebody. Um, Looking pretty ugly here in week 17, but he's still safe and it didn't work. But it does work a lot of the times. Yeah. And I'm in a super flex league where I'm actually bidding on some of these that I might actually need them. You know, like I, I'm waiting to see if Lawrence can play. I'm waiting to see, uh, you know, if Brock Purdy can play. That's the big one, actually. I think he's going to play. I'm not, I think it's going to be okay. But, and especially it's such a smash lineup, smash matchup, matchup there that you really want it. But, you know, someone might steal Darnold from me and I'll be very upset with that. I really need Purdy to play. I got two yeah. underdog final teams, both with Purdy in, in the lineup. Um, wow. the backups in one of them was Howell, who's not playing, and the backup in the other one is um, I got uh, Jordan Love. So at least I have an out there, but it's it'd be nice to have Purdy in that, that those, yeah. those matchups. I'm the big dummy in the NFFC that started Lawrence or over Love last week, by the way, mm. um, in primetime. Now, I'm a long shot to be in the money anyhow, but still, you hate seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a tough it was a tough call to Lawrence to begin with, and then the injury didn't help. Yeah, Flo uh, Flo, uh, Flo Asara says I've been riding Russ and Carr with Stroud out the last two weeks. Might not have to might not have to start Brissett or Stidham with this Russ news. So let's talk about the news. We got three new quarterbacks minimum this week. We've got Jacoby Brissett. Finally, we got Jarrett Stidham in Denver as they're pulling a Derek Carr on Russell Wilson, um, and then we've got uh, Tyrod Taylor in New York, most likely starting too. Yeah, three big changes. Um, the Russell Wilson one was a bit of a shock to me uh, when I saw it. I get it. It's contract-related probably. Mm -hmm. want to move him in the offseason. There's a lot of nuances here. Not really Peyton's guy. And, I mean, this contract, we knew when it, this contract happened it was a bad contract. But this contract is going to make things even tougher in the offseason to move him. Um, and it really doesn't really affect the cap until 2025. So it's going to be an interesting predicament here. But uh, um, not really uh, liking the move there. The Brissett one, I get it, but either way, it's a tough matchup against the Niners. I mean, this is the yeah. worst. 
Washington had the worst three week shootout there was. Jets, San Francisco, Dallas. Like that's some of the that's that's the, just the toughest playoff matchup there was. And I get that Howell hasn't been great for a few weeks, but right, I I, I, I don't know. We know what Brissett is at this point. At least give like Howell a chance and and let him play and let him let him let him face some tough defenses. Let him learn. You're not in playoffs. I mean, you're already out. Like just let the kid grow and develop and see what you got in him a little bit more. So I I get it though. Um, and then from there, Tyrod Taylor gave the Giants a little bit of you know uh, he was able to move the ball last last week. This offense was pretty pretty ugly until he came in. So I think that's probably the okay move. I mean, it's it's Davido seems finally it's finally over. We knew that was coming. It kind of hit yep. a, a screeching halt. It was fun while it lasted, but um, I think the Giants need to make the change. I don't think it matters anyways. You know, it's just just a matter of them at least now saving face. I made this point on the the Monday podcast with Alan Soslowski. This is the year of the backup quarterback shining for a little bit and then turning into a pumpkin. Jake Browning, Josh Dobbs, you know, we're seeing that here and there, you know, know, Tommy Cutlets, uh, you know, come on. We all knew that was going to be the case there. But, you know, you you get this little window and then all of a sudden it closes pretty quick. The clock strikes midnight and okay, now now we move on to the next one. Well, now we're seeing all these rookies declare and like you see every day another rookie declares the quarterback position. And it's because they're looking at the NFL. Man, this is a pretty bad quarterback room right now. We, I should be able to start next year. And so you're seeing more and more names in the quarterback position start declaring. It's becoming a really deep class with the quarterback position. And I think it's it's actually, you know, in their best interest because it's, it's a pretty horrible landscape right now. Quarterback situation in the NFL. And there's a lot yeah. of openings. And who knows? We might have a pretty big shakeup next year. I, I would be stunned if we don't have a massive trade uh, for the draft season. Um, you know, those top three spots are going to be huge. I think Daniels makes it in the top three ultimately uh, because I think teams are just absolutely desperate to get a quarterback, get yep. in their future there. The Bears hold the key to a lot of this year with Carolina's pick. I'm really curious to see what they do with Fields. You know, a team might put out a big offer for Fields or they yep. might put out a big offer for the pick. It's in, it, It's a very interesting decision they have to make. Yeah, I think the pick is a little bit more valuable fields, but I think that the Bears probably in their best interest to move fields, get Caleb Williams, and then start from scratch with the rookie contract, build around the player of the future. We kind of know what fields is at this point. He's been more of a rusher than a passer, and they mm-hmm. can probably get a, a decent price tag for him as well and be able to continue to build. Yeah, because with the flaws that fields has, he's still better than at least 10 different quarterback rooms, probably more than that. Yeah. Um, and I think you could still build around him a little bit if you wanted to, if, especially if you have the rest of your roster in place, you know, Carolina is not going to use them, you know, you know, yeah. Carolina would be, would be hurting with him, but cause they just don't have anything else around it, but other teams that might be a good uh, build up there. Uh, Stidham versus uh, Taylor Heineke. I saw in the comments there. Uh, hey, it's a, if you're in a super flex league, you have these decisions to make. And Stidham right. had a massive game last year against the Niners. He did. I, I don't think it's happening again. Um, it's just the, there's a lot of move pieces. The Niners are a little bit better. Their secondary last year was trash. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. I'm a, I'm a little bleed a little red and gold here. So I know this defense inside and out. The yep. front's gotten even better, which has been masking our secondary problems. Um, mm-hmm. But the secondary has improved. So I, I think that this would be this is going to be a tough outing for Stidham, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, but uh, well. Stidham's going up against the, you know, it's a tough outing for Brissett. Stidham gets uh, the Chargers, right? Oh, sorry, I'm blanking. Yes, yes that's okay. Right. It's okay. I know, I because I I screwed it up by saying he had a big game against them last year when he was with the Raiders. Doing it's it's the se- second year in a row that Stidham is doing the penultimate week start for a you know starting quarterback 
don't play, don't get hurt. We don't want your option. Last year was Carr and with the Raiders. This year with Russell Wilson now against the Chargers. Yeah, I guess the Chargers who don't have a defense. Sorry, Brissett in the yeah, uh, against SFF. SFF. He's in at the rough outing. But still, okay, I like the matchup a lot more against Chargers. Chargers don't have a defense, but there's a lot of moving pieces when you come in. You know, you mm-hmm. get one week's notice. You're, you're coming in. You, you don't have the chemistry that you had with the starters. You've been playing with the backups. You might have taken a few reps. It is the Chargers, though, but I mean, I'm probably going to have them in between like quarterback, like 17 and 20, quite frankly. Yeah, that, that and that's hey, that's a super flex start. No, I'll t- start. I take that over Heineke, who gets the Bears. Uh, the Bears are a tough out right now. The uh, Bears, you know, they've been really good, actually, on defense. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, we all hated the trade from a draft capital perspective, especially because you're getting one year uh, of the player, but at the same time, uh, you know. That's tra- it's transformed the Bears' defense. I mean, their their def- their defensive line is legit good, um, and it's kind of scary to see. So hey, I'm going Stidham over Heineke. Uh, thanks, Jonathan, for the question on that one there. Uh, but yeah, that, that's one I'm looking at there. Uh, another tough matchup. Tua won't have Jalen Waddle most likely, although McDaniel walked that back a little bit today in his presser. Uh, you know, it's a tough matchup on the road against Baltimore. You saw what Purdy did against them last week. We've seen all year long. The Jets and the Ravens are death on passing passers. What are you doing with Tua this week? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things you probably have to start them. You don't have a lot of options. We just talked about how bleak the quarterback position is. Baltimore's been tough, um, but they have, you know, given up at least some points. They are the eighth toughest defense versus the quarterback position in, in, in the NFL. Um, and that's with last week's stats against against Purdy as well. So uh, I I think that you're, you're playing him. I mean, this has a potential shootout written all over it, was what we kind of thought was going to happen last week, and it became a blowout. But um, I, I do think that regardless, you're starting to uh, with with or without Waddle. Yeah, I think you are too, but just just realize this isn't a great matchup. Um, and this is a tough spot. I actually, I think the line is too low on this one. I think the Ravens, I think are only three point favorites, maybe three and a half. And I think they should, I had my line. I set my lines. We do this thing for our staff picks where we pick every game against the spread. I set my own lines first and I set it at six. Um, and I understand they get one less day of rest, but you know, it, it's not a look ahead because it's for the number one seed in the AFC. Basically, uh, Miami had their own dramatic win. Uh, you know, over Dallas. So, I mean, it, it, to me, it's like both teams have the same sort of constraints except the day of rest. But I think the, the Dolphins of their offensive line and their injuries, I think it's, I think it folds in perfectly for the Ravens. It, it, it does. And they're, they're just hot right now, right? You, yeah. it, it, Miami's had, you know, a couple injuries and, um, it just it hasn't been the same with Tyreek battling that ankle injury. The game is set at minus three right now, over under 46 and a half Vegas totals. Um, I think I like the Baltimore side. Yeah, I do. Uh, last one on quarterbacks. I never thought I'd be saying this, but Joe Flacco, playoff winner, league oh, winner. Is God, this? Really... He's been amazing the last, like in the last four weeks, basically. So much volume, but he gets short rest against the Jets on Thursday night. Can you start him this week in a single quarterback league? Jets are extremely tough, but he's been just hot as hot as can be three straight games over 300 yards uh since he's came in week 13 he's got 10 touchdowns he does have you know seven interceptions but um he has just been a gunslinger pushing the ball down the field and it's i mean quite frankly he's winning people championships right now he's quarterback three since week 13 on the season only behind 
Jake Browning and Matt Stafford. Oh boy, how the times have changed. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts sitting there at quarterback five behind these guys since week 13, and uh none of the other big dogs even in the picture. So yep. it's it's tough because he's been so hot. Um, and I did a post on Twitter saying that you know I would take Flacco over over Watson uh at any given time this season right now. And it's but the Jets are the literally the toughest defense against quarterbacks on the season. So, yeah. the, um, you know, it's, it's not an easy matchup. I, I think depending on what your options are, I'd potentially look a different direction. Yeah. I, I have them like 17 this week, uh, which is not a start in most of my league. So for that, for, for what it's worth, uh, we're going to move on to running backs, but before we do that, have some business to attend to. Get ready for the ultimate big game parties at Circa Resort and Casino. Super Sunday is in Las Vegas this year. Watch the big game poolside at Stadium Swim's big game viewing party. Massive screen, booming game sound, and a view of the pyrotechnic and visual effects throughout the game. Snag the best seat in the sun with daybeds, poolside boxes, cabanas, and more. Or touch down at the world's largest sports book, Circa Sports, for the big game bash. Three stories of football glory featuring a 78 million pixel screen. I've been there. It is truly remarkable. It is, it is a sweet, sweet sports book. Book your seat with a variety of reservation options, including bottle service, open bar, stadium-style food, and more. Don't miss these legendary viewing experiences on February 11th. The big game parties, only at Circa Resort and Casino. Reserve today at CircaLasVegas.com. Also, we're on the Blue Wire Network. Here are their ads. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Thank you for your patience with uh, that. We uh, always appreciate the good folks at BlueWire. I'm here with Billy Muzio from Player Profiler and RotoUnderworld.com. Please uh, check out Billy's rankings over there. Um, let's talk running backs here. Uh, we mentioned the Dolphins. They got some problems at running back, too. Uh, we, Raheem Mostert only had 19 snaps, only two in the second half against Dallas last week. He's dealing with a shin injury. You know, they, he wanted to play. They took him out after those two snaps, though. I'm worried about him this week, especially, again, at Baltimore. Yeah, I'm worried as well. The snaps weren't there, of course, because of the injury. Like like we mentioned earlier, Miami's a little beat up right now. 
Um, they're probably going to play it safe with with some of their playmakers as as they're a lock for playoffs. They are trying to get that number one seed, but um, they're not really healthy facing Baltimore right now. Who's probably going to secure it this week? So I think they play the the cautious approach. We might see a little bit more A chain depending upon that toe. We might even see a little bit of Wilson as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they mix in this backfield, but. A-Chain really hasn't seen the snaps either since he he had that toe injury as, as well. So um, he's only seen, you know, nine total attempts as a high um, since since week 13. So where he was seeing 17 rushing attempts prior to that. So it's it's definitely seen a bit of reduced workload on his part. We're going to see reduced workload on Mostert. It could be a three-headed committee. We, we shall see. Yeah, I've got most in the 20s this week. And it's a shame because he's carried like a couple of my teams, you know, all those rushing touchdowns. It's been beautiful and glorious. But and I've had him over HN lately, but not mm-hmm. this week. And that's I've got the other way around this week. I, I do as well. I got most of RB24 and I have yeah. HN just inside the top 20. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're very similar in that respect. Saquon Barkley has not found a lot of rushing room. I mean, it's a really bad offensive line in New York. <laughs> uh, Almost historically bad, but I feel like I say that about seven teams every year. So, uh, but it, it is really, really awful. Uh, gets the Rams this week. Not a super good matchup. We saw Camara get completely shut down by them last week. What are you doing with Barkley this week? <sighs> Again, it breaks down to options. Um, yep. More than likely, you have to start them. Um, the, def- the the matchup is tough. The Rams have given up the fourth fewest points the running back position since week thirteen. Um, they've given up zero touchdowns on the, on the ground actually. And they've only given up one touchdown in the air during that span. Mm -hmm. Um, so they have definitely been more of a brick wall in that aspect. Um, I think I said the, the change at quarterback, I think helps Barkley overall, you know, Tyrod is a little bit more mobile, which is going to open up some lanes, um, for him. And, and we saw that, that spark in the offense last, last week and Barkley was kind of having a pretty pitiful week until, uh, Tyrod came in and it, and it opened up a few things. And so I think Barkley is, is um, I, although the matchup's tough, I think he's, he's, a, he's a lock for your starting lineup. Um, since week 13, he's been RB 15 in, 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 in standard and in, in half PPR, he has been RB 16. So um, I think he's, he's in your lineup regardless. And I think you got to roll with him. I, I agree, but it's funny. Like when I do my rankings, like, Oh, I've got him in my top 10. Ew, that doesn't seem right. But then I look below and I'm like, well, that doesn't seem right either. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's funny that, uh, yeah, like you said, you have to be bold. You have to be courageous sometimes like James Conner over Saquon Barkley. I, I, I really can't do it, but maybe I should. I don't know. It's tough. Uh, it, it really gets frustrating at times. Yeah. I got Barkley at RB nine this week. Gibbs, who's been, you know, hot and just has a tough matchup. Who's slightly behind They play in Dallas. And so, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's, there's some running backs that you would think should be ahead of them this given week, but matchups and, and, you know, Vegas over unders are, are definitely skewing some of these, these overall, uh, rankings. Absolutely. We have some running backs that struggled last week, but they're good backs, but had coming off a of really bad weeks, Alvin Kamara, James Cook, Travis Etienne. Etienne is a multi-week uh, thing here. Uh, that, that Jacksonville offensive line has really struggled lately. What are you doing with these guys? I mean, is there any of them that you could say, okay, I know it looks bad, but I'm going to sit them this week. No, these are all guys that as soon as you sit them, they're going to put up 20, 20 points. Yep. Um, they all have the skill. I mean, Camara, I think is probably the one that we has seen kind of the biggest downfall. Um, especially when he's in games that he should be more, uh, active, especially in the passing game, they just haven't utilized them as such. I mean, we, mm-hmm. 
we're so used to seeing double digit targets from Kamara and he's only eclipsed that double digit mark twice this entire season. So um, it's, it's a bit of a letdown for Kamara owners. Um, so I, but I don't, you can't sit these guys. I mean, I know I mentioned in the beginning of the hour, sit your studs. If, if you have somebody who's going to be playing over them, um, you know, somebody like a Ty Chandler though. I mean, this is where the conversation becomes a little bit more, right. Um, I should say debatable because um, we're, we're talking about snaps, rushing share. We're talking about overall utilization. These are the kind of things we got to look at when we're in these championship weeks. But all the, most of these backs that we just mentioned are still seeing 55 to 60% of the rushing share and anywhere from 10 to 12%, if not more of the target share. So we got to put the, put these guys in our lineups. Yeah, I agree. ETN is the one to me that I think about the most mm -hmm. uh, because the, the way the Jaguars have immolated lately, um, it, it's kind of scary, uh, and they've really struggled to run the ball lately. But I don't know, Carolina. How could you sit him against Carolina? This is this is ex the exact scenario where a guy goes off on your bench. Yeah, and not to mention that, but every time we see you know a quarterback that's hurt or maybe out or you know whatever happens with Lawrence this week, they will lean on the running back as well. So this mm -hmm. is something that we may see um, if it's a if it's if they insert you know the the back of quarterback, then we're looking at potential dump offs now to ETN. If they don't trust the quarterback fully, or if if whatever the scenario may be, they might just you know increase the amount of of of, of rushing attempts. And so this is a scenario that it's against Carolina who's very beatable on the ground as well to where they might just lean into the run. Yeah, they, they could, they very well could. I mean, we'll see what happens with Lawrence. I mean, that's, you know, his shoulder, he might not even play. And then you absolutely have to lean into the run if that's the case there. Yep. Uh, so we'll see about them. Uh, one positive possibility here, a guy that will still be available and, uh, you know, almost 50% of the leagues out there, maybe even a little bit more Zamir white, uh, Big game late against the Chiefs on Christmas Day. Didn't do it early, but did do it late. If Josh Jacobs doesn't play, are you in on Zamir White this week? Yes. Um, I mean, he's seen 39 attempts in two weeks. Um, mm -hmm. He's getting passing down work. He's a big playability. He's finished as... Um, I'm going to use half point PPR just because it's what we use lies inside the, the rankings competition. He's finished as RB 15 or better in, in both weeks, Kansas city and the chargers. Um, and he has the ability to catch the ball as well. So even if the matchup, you know, it doesn't go as planned and, and they have to kind of abandon the run, he's still going to be active in the passing game. So uh, Josh Jacobs is out. I think you can absolutely start Samir white. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and I might actually put him above ETN for instance. I might I mean, think about that. I mean, look at someone like like Austin Eckler, who people were thinking is this RB one all season has just been absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Like I would have Zamir White pretty firmly ahead of Austin Eckler this week. Yeah, uh, that and that's only if Jacobs is out, obviously. Correct. But, uh, I do have Eckler at twenty this week. Um, I could move him lower. I I like that he got some workload at least. Uh, the uh, you know that he was able to you know take back the starters' workload against Buffalo on the Saturday night game, but. Uh, you know, the chargers are kind of a black box right now. You know, who, know, who care, who knows what they're going to do. You know, they got an interim coach, backup quarterback. Keenan Allen hasn't practiced yet with that heel. You know, there's no reason to rush him back. Uh, you know, he, there's no reason for him to rush back for that matter. There's no milestone he's chasing or anything like that. It's, it's just a awful team and awful season. They played hard against the, Char against the bills at least, but still. Yeah. It's not pretty inside of Los Angeles chargers. I just, Yep, I don't trust them. Anybody there, and even the, as juicy as that matchup is, I just don't trust it. 
I got you on that one. I hear you. Uh, Cody Palumbo is asking about uh, the Chiefs running back situation with Isaiah Pacheco and the concussion protocol. Jarek McKinnon is on IR. They're Mm -hmm. facing the Bengals, who have been a run funnel. Uh, It seems like a pretty good matchup for CAH, but at the end of the day, he's still CAH. That's the tough part I have with this one here. What's your take on him? Still CEH, though he finished as RB9 the week that we saw no Pacheco. Um, if if we have no Pacheco again and no McKinnon, then we're going to see all, pretty much all the passing down work as well as all the groundwork. I think that we would have to put him in our lineups. Yeah. I mean, it's the alternative is LaMichael P. Ryan. I mean, that, yeah. that's the fourth running back in Kansas City. So there you go. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a he's a definitely an interesting start. As of Tuesday, he was 36 percent rostered on Yahoo. So uh, he's available. He, he's out there in a lot of leagues. So something to consider. Uh, we're going to consider wide receivers next. Before we do that, well, I want you to consider odds are. Are you ready to revolutionize your sports betting approach? Begin with a two-week free trial at oddsr.com, where cutting-edge AI technology sharpens your edge in the betting game. Benefit from their two proven two-year track record, boosting a 60% accuracy rate and an impressive 10% ROI. The Oddsr AI meticulously sifts through extensive data to reveal high-value, green-value plays, guiding you towards smarter betting decisions. And it's not just about the numbers. The Oddsr app is exceptionally user-friendly, crafted to be your go-to betting advisor, right at your fingertips. Jumpstart your journey to betting smarter and more successfully. Simply visit the iOS or Google Play Store, download the OddsR app, and step into a world of confident betting. Your path to a more strategic betting experience starts with our two-week free trial. Download today where smart strategy triumphs over luck. Thanks to OddsR for their sponsorship. Uh, We are talking with uh, Billy Musio from Player Profiler, as as well as rotounderworld.com. Billy, let's talk a little wide receivers and Stefan Diggs has been a disaster since the offensive coordinator change, even slightly before then, even. Uh, I don't think his ability has changed. I don't think his skill has changed at all. But his role, or at least the offense, has changed quite a bit. And it's really frustrating. He has not been a top, he hasn't been a wide receiver too, even, for the last month. No, it's been atrocious, quite frankly. Um, he has been the wide receiver 73 and half point PPR since the change. Um, it's it's definitely been a more run-focused offense. It's definitely benefited Cook the most. Uh, and when you look at the target share, I mean, he's still getting he's still getting the targets. There's just there haven't been good targets, you know, catchable yeah. targets of 50%, 63%. Um, but he's seen two straight weeks of 38% of the target share, which is I mean, that's pretty monstrous. It's just it just hasn't really equated to fantasy points. So um, the opportunities there, it hasn't been great. It's just I, I think you think it has to has to come around here this week, but um, it hasn't been pretty for the last few weeks. Yeah, it ha- it hasn't. I've got a championship, though, where I've got him still available. I, I have uh, I also have well, like Cooper carried. I have Cooper and Lamb. I have Keenan Allen and I have uh, Stefan Diggs. I went pretty heavy wide receiver, three receivers and a flex in this league. It's a super flex league, too. But, you know, I'm hoping I get Allen back. But if I don't, I'm starting Josh Palmer. And I'm not really thrilled about that one. But I, I got to roll with Diggs is my point. I, I, I took a while to get there, but that's my point. I'm still rolling with them. I, there's no reason for them to start Allen. I, I honestly think he just sits the rest of the season. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. And I have to decide if I want to, like, try to find somebody on the waiver wire instead of Palmer. That's the tricky part. Against Denver, it's not a great matchup for wide receivers. You know, if Sertan's on Palmer, then that could be sunk. 
because uh, Denver theoretically still has something to play for too. So I could I could go a different way there, I guess. Maybe tr- see if KJ Osborne's available or something like that. <laughs> Osborne's going to see quite a bit of quite a bit of snaps now. I mean, yep. and I, I know some of my best ball teams. He helped me get into the uh, the finals. Um, he was sitting there on the bottom all season and finally able to do something. So. Uh, there's quite a bit of a loss of uh, weapons there and, and a lot of open targets now for, for KJ Osborne. Yeah, it really are. Um, so, and he, he bowled out. I mean, he, he was good against Detroit and he gets the Packers who aren't going to be without Jair Alexander, who's been mm-hmm. suspended for a week for going out, crashing the coin flip. I mean, that, that's a new one. Uh, you know, I love, I love the NFL. It's, it's becoming like the NBA with some of the storylines here. Yeah. Packers have actually given up the third most, fantasy points to the wide receiver position over the course of the last, um, what, four weeks. Yeah. And so it's it's uh, definitely beatable, especially without Jer. I mean, this is a pretty exploitable secondary. Yeah, and it's been it's been exploited by Tommy Cutlets, <laughs> Baker, and Bryce Young. I Baker mean, diced him up, man. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He tore him apart. <laughs> you know, that, that was crazy. Uh, kind of changed our outlook on Baker a little bit there. Oh, he, he's actually been solid all year, but, I mean, he took it to another level in that game. Uh Terry McLaurin has not been scary Terry this year. Uh, I think if there's someone in, in this universe that was clamoring the most for the quarterback change, it was probably McLaurin because he did a lot with Brissett in that game against the Rams, had one big catch uh, after the, the QB change against the Jets too. Now that we know Brissett is starting, what are you doing with McLaurin this week? I think it gets a slight bump. It looked like um, the pitch of Kobe kind of uh, locked into him a bit. And so I think it's definitely a, a benefit for Terry. Um, again, though, I don't love the matchup. Yep. So uh, Washington has SF this week. We just talked about this top of the hour. Uh, SF secondary is improved. The front is just probably going to run over um, Washington's front. So this could be a pretty brutal game, I think, all around for Washington. And then if for whatever reason you're in a league that does – playing week 18 if you are you need a petition to get away from it but next week they get next week they get dallas as well so it's going to be just as just as brutal it is i have one league where we have a total points side bet and the side bet's more important than the league actually it's our steak dinner league the rotowire steak dinner league the nice there's eight of us involved four of us eat for free three one person pays for himself or one eighth of a share two people pay for himself and another and the last place is the double buyer which they basically pay for three eighths of the meal we go to the steakhouse in la called taylor's it's awesome place old school steakhouse everything goes no doggy bags allowed though you have to eat (laughs) you have to consume what you order there none of this oh i'm taking this home for my wife stop with that uh but so it you know a double buyer is going to end up paying like 400, 500 bucks. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like the Dallas Cowboys rookie dinner or anything, but it's still pretty, t- pretty punitive. So we go through 18 in that one there. So Jeff over one. here ordering gold plated steaks. Chris Liss is the guy, man. Chris Liss <laughs> is he'll, he'll order the lobster or like the shrimp entree as an appetizer. Yeah. And last year uh, when they asked him what he wanted with his steak, do you want vegetable potato he goes lobster? That was awesome. <laughs> and he was a buyer too. So I respect him for that too. But uh having fun, hanging with the boys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh I've got double, you know, I've got double Robinsons back to back in my rankings, Demarcus and Wandale. Um, uh, and Demarcus has been getting a lot of attention lately. Uh, because you know, four weeks in a row he's scored. He's been getting, you know, Atwell was out, but even after Atwell came back last week, Robinson was the man. One of the things about Robinson that people don't realize is he's a good blocker. And this is something on the Chiefs we re- he, that he was known for a little bit. So I think McVeigh uh, liked him as that. But 
he's kind of earned his way into this offense. Are you buying on Demarcus Robinson this week? <laughs> I am. He's actually wide receiver nine since week 13 and half point yeah. PPR. I mean, he's been double digit fantasy points every single week, 13 and a half, 12.1, 13.7, 17.2. I'm kind of liking this like change of guard and the rookies over here in, 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 in the Rams offense. And I, I think they found something in, in Robinson. They definitely found something in Puka. Um, you know, despite not having picks, they continue to get it done inside the inside of identifying talent. So I, I like the kid. I think I think he's going to get it done again. Yeah, I got to say, uh, McVay is really showing his coaching chops this year. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it, it's been pretty impressive. I think a lot of people were like last year. Oh, he's checking out. He's going to leave this team. You know, look at how much they abandoned the, you know, the, 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 the bear, how barren the roster is. I mean, they're using a ton of rookies this year. I think I saw that they, they have the highest percentage of like, minutes played by or plays uh by a rookie uh, by a wide margin um so they've been good though yeah i mean you have you know the rookie tight end you got two rookie receivers who have stepped up there's been a lot of rookies for them who have really stepped up in a big way and they're earning playing time and it's well well deserved it is i wish i would have jumped like i recognized that what robinson was doing and then i didn't act on it enough and i'm I'm really kind of bummed out about that but uh uh, yeah he's been pretty darn good a guy that went off on everybody's bench last week was George Pickens. Uh, you know, there's a couple of those Gabe Davis and George Pickens just tearing it up on Saturday. Meanwhile, everybody that was like relying on uh, uh, Michael Pittman, you know, saw the news Saturday night that he wasn't going to play on Sunday. Like, no, and saw those guys going off on your benches. What are you doing with Pickens this week against Seattle? I, I still don't trust them. I mean, it, I saw a stat and don't quote me on this, but somebody okay. posted it was like. 80% of his fantasy points have, have been acquired on 1% of his snaps. I saw and, that. Yeah. And it was it was some like mind-blowing statistic, but it's it's true. I mean, he just pops off on huge massive plays every now and then. Um last week in a big way, and I just I just don't trust it though. I mean, he's never been this this target hog. He's always playing second fiddle, if not third fiddle in the passing order or or, or the passing game and target percentage. So, um I, the, the, the matchup's fine. Seattle's a good matchup, but I just don't fully trust them. I don't either, but I've got him over Deontay this week. Uh, if I have to start a Pittsburgh receiver, I'm going Pickens. Mm, I'm going to check real quick. N- n- now you have me wondering where I have him. Yeah, it's not it's not a rousing endorsement there, but it, it's... Amazing. Oh, I do too, actually. I have him. I have him four spots ahead of him. Yeah. Both in like the 32 to 37 range. Okay, fair enough. I've got him. A, I've got Pickens a little higher. Uh, like for instance, I think T Higgins is in a really bad spot this week against Snead. Um, I'm going Pickens over, I mean, I'm going Pickens over Higgins. That's my uh, bold call of the week, I guess. Yeah. The only thing is the over under is pretty low. It's a 41 over under. I mean, this, mm-hmm. this, this could be a, um, I could see this game kind of being a, a, a punt fest. <laughs> it could every Pittsburgh game kind of has that pot potential these, these days. Um, true. I mean, at least it's not going to be in Trubisky vision. So we got that going for us. Uh, it's real. Mason Rudolph a little better. Yeah, he is for sure. Uh, one more wide receiver question. Uh, Green Bay wide receivers. Who the heck can we trust this week? And I guess we have to wait for the injury report, but you know, Reed Watson out. Wicks got hurt in this game. Can I interest you in a Bo Melton? Uh, I think this is where, and I talked about this last week. It didn't happen as much as I was expecting, but I, I do think we, we see it more. Uh, we're going to see both the running backs be involved. I think that this is going to be more Aaron Jones targets. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting to see a bit more last week. 
I mean, Romeo's and if, if Reed is if Reed is out again, then then I think Romeo, of course, is the number one. From there, we could see a lot of two running back sets. We could see some some more twelve personnel. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna see you know these these double tight end sets, and they're gonna le- lean into that as well. Because uh, don't forget, we had uh, Musgraves windows activated last week as well. So that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So there, so there could be some 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 twelve personnel rolled out here. The the thing about Green Bay, and this is the the trickiest thing with them always, is that they are overly cautious with injuries every single yes. year with every single player. It doesn't matter if they're third string, fourth string, or first string. They are always holding players out for it seems like a week or two longer than any other team does with that similar injury. And so we may see everybody here sit again, and then they're rolling out with you know, God knows who at the receiving position running out two running backs and 12 personnel. Yeah. It happened with Aaron Jones. We had the Monday night late scratch where a lot of people took zeros because of that. Jair Alexander isn't going to play. We know that, but he's been out longer than we expected. Anyhow. Yeah. Watson's had an extended absence. Uh, Absolutely. That holds up for sure. Uh, We got one more sponsor to take care of here. Our friends at smash up fantasy sports. Are you one of the many sports fans who are not ready for the fantasy football season to end? Then you have to play Smash Up Fantasy Sports, the fastest growing free game. In Smash Up, your traditional fantasy team gets supercharged by Smash Cards, which are like video game power-ups that you pick to boost the scores of your players or even your entire team. Think your kicker is going to have a big game? You got Dicker the Kicker? Then choose uh, choose a card like Big Kick Energy to power them up. Are you starting Justin Fields? Then play Scramble Spikes to score more from his running. Paired with cool video game-like visuals, Smash Up is the biggest innovation in fantasy sports in a very long time and really feels like it was designed for sports fans. And here's the best part. You can play for free and win fantastic prizes. No credit card needed. No hidden fees. All users receive three entries per week. But with our code ROTOWIRE, you'll unlock a fourth entry every week through the Super Bowl. And if you use our promo code or join the group ROTOWIRE from your profile, you can play against us in our private tournament for a chance to win a free ROTOWIRE fantasy football subscription. Enter now at smashupsports.com and join the future of fantasy sports. All right. I'm here with Billy Musio. Let's talk a little bit about tight ends. I just have one simple question this week. Who are you picking up to replace Hawkinson? Nobody on the Vikings. I mean, they got Josh Oliver, Johnny Munt. I think is it Nick Muse, I think is the last one. Right. Um, I think... I don't know the league you're in, if you're tight in premium or not, it's probably going to look pretty bleak. It is. Um, um, but it, <laughs> if, if, if you are, if you are in a uh, regular PPR league or standard or half PPR, you probably have a few options um, that might be serviceable, like a Kate Otten or a, um, you know, somebody in, in, in that range that might be serviceable for a week. But uh, I, I think it, it varies depending upon your league. But I mean, if you want to throw names out, I'd be more than happy to discuss them. Yeah, my buddy Derek Van Riper runs a contest called the Pentathlon, where it's a auction league. We have a best ball league. We have a DFS component. We have a pick'em component and a survivor component. Sounds fun. It is awesome. We start two tight ends in that league. That is not awesome. Um, and I have Hawkinson, of course. I mean, Chigo's probably available in a lot of leagues. Um, and with Tannehill back, I think we saw that spark finally. This yeah, kind of what scored finally. This yeah. is what I thought Chigo was going to be this season. It was like, unfortunately, one of my most rostered tight ends in best ball. Um, you know, helped last week, of course, great. Um, yeah. But but I think it's it's that's also kind of a concern. Um, you, you could go deep, and you could look at you know Gerald Everett. You could look at. Um, I mean, honestly, if you're, <laughs> if you're super desperate, Jimmy Graham has scored in what three straight weeks. Um, you're not going to like it. It might be a one for one for one 
touchdown. But uh, um, I mean, we, it depends on how down and dirty you want to get here. I mean, two tight ends, you might be forced to start Jimmy Graham if you're in that league, you know. So I might be forced to start Oliver in that league. <laughs> yes, you might. Uh, be. I, currently, that is my starter, my second starter in this league. Uh, I, I, and I, I took chose him over Tanner Hudson. Michael Mayer is available. What about Dawson? Will Mallory? What's that? Is Will Mallory available? I mean, I'd probably start Will Mallory. Yeah, that might be an option, actually. Uh, yeah, he is available. I'm going to pick mm. him up. This is live pickups here. Uh, appreciate <laughs> you. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting personalized advice here, so I, I like that. But then I have to decide who my drop is is the problem. But uh, I'm uh, Will Levis, goodbye. I don't need him in this league. It's a super flex league, but I, he's like my fourth quarterback. I, I've been like just stockpiling him because guys get hurt all the time in that league. You know, we've lost so many quarterbacks in this league. It's kind of crazy. So yeah, Mallory saw 40%, uh, 46% of the routes last week, 12% of the targets. Um, he's kind of been this up and down though for the last few weeks. So, uh, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, this deep, it's, it's kind of one of the it's most gross. It's kind it's, of, it's gross, but it's one of the more sure things. <laughs> yeah. So Tucker craft and will Mallory are my two starting tight ends this week. That's, that's where I'm at in this league. Um, and, and it's over Josh Oliver. So there you go. <laughs> but Hey, that, that's life in the big city. You got sometimes you got to adjust to this these things on the fly. So uh, we're doing that here. Um, yeah, it, it's tough. You know, tight end's been a good position this year. Uh, we've seen a lot of guys emerge. We see you know some really good rookies. I think Mayer's still going to be a good one at some point in time. Musgrave, I think too. Um, Dalton Kincaid had a great run, but ever since Dawson Knox came back, he his his he's just, his values plummeted. Uh, it's really kind of frustrating there to see what that's happened because. They, they took something beautiful and ruined it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't understand why you just, you know, pump the brakes on a rookie breakout season when you spent the capital on him. You already know what Knox is. He's this kind of short yardage specialist, red zone specialist. Just let him be that. But you need to utilize the talent that you have in Kincaid and the matchups that it creates down the field. Um, and it was working. Like, why, why stray away from it? And so... Um, from a coaching perspective and from like a developmental standpoint, it makes absolutely no sense. But Hey, you know, that's, we're not NFL GMs and coaches here. We're just lowly fantasy analysts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur Smith is just nodding in agreement over there. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we're uh, you know, sitting on that pile of FedEx money. All right. <laughs> uh, let's uh, move on. Uh, do some Q and a, you ready to hit, rip some of these questions out? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Q&A. Jelly of the month asks, need a QB streamer on a defense and special teams. Try a QB streamer, Baker love or car. Baker, love, or car. Um, I think it's between Baker and Love for me. I'm going to refer to my rankings, actually. Um, I got Love at QB 13. Where's Baker? Baker, I got at QB 15. So slight lean towards Love, and it's uh, um, over-under is 43.5 versus Minnesota. So matchup, I think, slightly better as well. So, yeah, I'm going to lean to Love. Let love win. All right. I've got him at nine for, for what it's worth there. So I, I, I'm going to go with him. Defense real quick. Uh, Denver, Jets, and J- or Jags. Oh, man. The Jets have been pretty damn good. I don't think you can set the Jets defense even even though. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go Jets. Yeah, and the, against the red-hot Joe Flacco. All right. Robert says, need to. C.E.H., Montgomery, Mostert, or Puka. Puka. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill in the Puka square for you here. Yeah, so you Puka's automatic. Between Montgomery, Mostert, or C.E.H.? Uh, we have to see what the practice report says with most of it this week. So that's kind of a disclaimer, uh, you know, to mm-hmm. be determined. Um, and then what, Detroit has the, the Chargers. 
Detroit has Dallas. Dallas. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got to also wait and see what happens with Pacheco. So um, I would probably not play Montgomery this week against Dallas. Puka's an automatic start. And then we got to see what the, the injury report is between uh, the Chiefs and, and Miami. I'd say slight lean with Mostert right now, but um, that's subject to change with news. Yeah, exactly. If Pacheco sits out, I might go CEH. I might still go Montgomery just because the volume seems like it's always there, but it's not a happy, happy spot there for sure. Uh, Massachusetts football guy says a flex Sutton downs or C- Curtis Samuel uh, Sutton's in a concussion protocol. So we'll see about mm-hmm. him if he plays though. I, you know, I think, I think I would go him even with Stidham, but Sutton downs or Samuel for you. Um, yeah. If Sutton plays at Sutton, I mean, he's pretty much a lock for a touchdown any given week. The line's at like minus 200 now every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, downs would be interesting depending upon what happens with Pittman. If Pittman, you know, Pittman should clear this week, but I, I think that would be the, the play over Samuel. Um, mm-hmm. if Sutton doesn't play. Okay. And with downs too, I mean, we don't know if Pittman, you know, and all that. So we got a lot going on there. A lot yeah. of moving parts. Uh, Lee says Demarcus Robinson or Joshua Palmer. Oh man, that's such a tough. This is the wide receiver one in a in a kind of a shit spot versus Demarcus Robinson, who's been red hot. Yep. Um, I probably slight lean Palmer, but I'm you could really talk me out of this one. All right, gotcha. Uh, Ma- uh Master J three says Brees Hall or Zay Flowers full point PPR. I th- I think I go. I think I'm gonna ride the the. I mean Cleveland. Cleveland's tough though. Um. Baltimore's against um Miami too. It's gonna be a shootout. Oh man. This is a this I, I I'm gonna go with the running back. I'm gonna go brace. All right. Uh Lee says Flacco or Stidham in a two QB league. Oh man. Uh Flacco, he's been red hot, even though it's a tough matchup. Yeah. James Cook or Brees Hall from Daggernut. Mm. Oh, let me see my rankings. This this one's close. Yeah, it is. Uh I got I got them back to back seven and eight. Uh Cook <laughs> Cook has the lean. Yeah, my lean is on Cook too because I, I I think it's at Cleveland. I mean for Hall, and that's a tough spot. It's a very yeah. tough spot. Cleveland's way better. Uh, you know, Cleveland's way better at uh, home than they are on the road defensively. So, it's also yeah. the lowest over under the week at thirty five. Absolutely, going to be an ugly game on Thursday night again. Thanks, guys. You know, Al Michaels is just shaking his head, just <laughs> looking at what did I, I guess he took. You know, he's sitting on his big pile of money. He's fine, uh, actually. But uh, Ridley uh, or Jalen Warren, full point PPR. This is from Connor. So I have a rule of thumb, always play the full-time wide receiver over the part-time running back. Yep. I'm good with that one there. We'll move on. I like that. Uh, DJ Moore or Zay Flowers? A lot of Zay Flowers questions today. Uh, I'm going to go DJ. Yeah, I am too. Watch the ankle news uh, about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, I think so too. Um, Let's go one more question here. Uh, We'll go the very first one of the day here. Uh, Go to uh, Flo Asaris, who says, need to start two. In the flex, one point PPR, uh, lock it. HN Chase, if he plays, Demarcus Robinson. Chase is uh, playing. You think Chase is playing? No. Chase is not playing. Yeah, I don't think he's playing either. I don't think he plays the rest of the year. I'm a Bengals yeah. fan. I I think he. I think he, they're locking it down with him. Uh, so lock it, HN or Demarcus Robinson need two. Uh, again, steps change depending upon news, but I'm going to go lock it and HN here. Um, but, and I'm pretty, pretty much going to stick, stick with those two because DeMarcus has been good, but I, I still think I played lock and agent over. All right. Fair enough. That's going to wrap it up. If you didn't get your question, pop us on uh, Twitter, uh, or, you know, hit us up at our respective sites. Rotowire has an ask an expert service. We have our rankings. You can check out there, which will answer that for you in most cases as well. So, uh, Billy, where can people find your rankings? 
You can find them over at uh, playerprofiler.com. Um, they get updated throughout the week. Uh, Sunday morning update is usually 30 minutes for kickoff. It takes a while to get all the updated news punched in. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do an update Thursday. I do an upsa- update Sunday, but I also, you know, do tweaks with massive news as well. So uh, everybody, thank you so much for uh, t- tuning in today. If you want to check out my rankings, go to rotowire.com slash pod. If you don't already subscribe, get a free peek behind the paywall. Uh, no credit card is required. And if you're a subscriber, you know where to find them at my weekly rankings there. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, thank you for our sponsors. Thank you for Billy for spending an hour with us here. Appreciate it. Good luck in your championships. Good luck to everybody else in your championships. Take care.